Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to High Fade Society Podcast. This week, Rich and Chris experienced some speed bumps in running the podcast together. Chris wins some money on golf, but loses another bet to Rich. We talk about the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And who wants to see Mike Trout and Bryson DeChambeau in a driving competition? We talk about that as well. I hope everyone likes the episode. Thank you for listening. And if you could leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or subscribe to us on YouTube, we'd really appreciate it. It's probably the best thing you could do for us. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. How we doing, Rich? Holy shit. Where the fuck have you been? Uh, work? Dude, we got to tighten this up. Every time we schedule a, a podcast or a call, God forbid we schedule a tea time, but you're a half hour late. I said two thirty. You said two o'clock. It's now it's now two thirty three. You're even late to your late time. Oh my god. Well, I'll tell you what, it's in the middle of the day. I'm at work. I'm literally at work right now. So you gotta have a floating schedule. Hey, you have I, off for the next two weeks. So hey, I, I get it. I get it. But maybe we should just stick to scheduling this outside outside of office hours because I have shit to do too. I have things going on. It's not like I'm just sitting around with my feet up on the couch. That would be nice. But maybe we should just keep it okay. Let's let's tone it down a little. Okay, you're coming pretty hard right now. I'm just. I said my initial text was, "Would you like to do it earlier?" Here, hey, uh, hey, I'm I'm just saying when we try to do it midday, things get moved around. I get I get it, dude. You're at work. You got shit to do at work. Be at work. If we're gonna do this, maybe we should do it before work, or focus just on keeping it after work. Whatever it is, we I think we just need to define that. Because we're just hopping around. My schedule's getting screwed up. Your schedule's getting screwed up. It's I just think a- I think last week verbatim, too, you said, you know, I'm very flexible the next two weeks. I have off work. That's what I, you told me. I am very flexible. <laughs> but when, I, when, when I'm in the middle of my day, I'm running around trying to do stuff and plan stuff out, and you're still moving the schedule around. So oh I'm happy to accommodate the, I'm happy, happy to accommodate the schedule. This is not podcast worthy so i hope you're cutting this out because this is like hurting my brain right now why is it hurting your brain you i'm i'm sitting here trying to figure out a time that we need to get together what have you been doing so far anyway what have i been doing yeah what have you been up to like today or in general well in general you lost the you didn't win the the fast company freedom invitational this weekend i did not i actually played pretty well though what'd you shoot uh, seventy-seven. That that's fucking awesome. That's so. What was your what was your handicap for the round? Uh, seventy-seven. So you were even par. Yeah. Even par didn't win. Who won? We know who uh, won, right? We know who won. Richie Paldino won. Richie won. Yeah. Yeah. Richie Paldino won. However, Dylan Harris was awarded the jacket. Sorry about that, Dylan. Well, we're, apologies again. I sent out a letter from the commissioner. Last night, uh, apologies for for doing that to you, Richie. Apologies for doing that to you again. I, I blame it on on lack of, lack of leadership at the event. Uh, overall, we we got to do a better job there as well. Uh, did you get any content from 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 the tournament? Yeah, a couple of videos, a couple of swings, a couple of pictures. Um, you know, we were kind of we kind of decided before the round that we we're going to focus on the tournament as opposed to filming everything. So. We were really just focusing on trying to play golf because I think last time with all the filming, it kind of took away a little from the actual day. So we were trying to be a little more present. 
I agree that the filming is a bit of a distraction, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm having a blast doing it. Um, cu- coming out of there, coming out of that tournament, dude, I've gotten a lot of shit done for the podcast. So have you seen our YouTube page? No. Today? Or uh, yesterday? Or, or it doesn't matter what day you saw it. So all of our podcast episodes 1 through 10 are now up on YouTube. You can go onto YouTube, check out the channel High Fade Society. Uh, going forward, we're not live videoing, so we're not going to have video of Chris and I up on the po- up on the blog yet. Uh, but if you tune into YouTube and that's the platform that you use, you can listen to us there. Please leave comments. Please leave feedbacks and uh, like our videos if you like them. If you don't like them, dislike them as well. We, uh, we certainly want to hear that. So I got that up there. Uh, two, I got us onto iHeartRadio. Uh, so our podcast. I saw uh, that. Yeah, iHeartRadio. So we're getting more visits. I think we're we're tripling upwards. We're around 300 visits right now or 300 uh, downloads, whatever the metric is. I'm still doing research on that. It's uh, if you watch the video for a certain period of time and that time differs per, uh, you know, YouTube to Spotify to they all have their own metric. So it's really a duration based. Uh, it's not a download. It's it's how long they listen to it. Nice. Nice. So while I was on YouTube, I put together put together a playlist uh, called New Jersey's Best Golf Courses. So I went out and looked at some videos in terms of what we thought were the best courses. But then I logged on to Facebook and I went into the New Jersey Golf Network. Lots of conversations going on there about golf. Uh, but shout out to everybody who provided me with their favorite golf courses in New Jersey. Vincent Palmieri uh, recommended Pebble Creek and Colts Neck. Never played there. David Grimes, High Point Golf Course. Greg Ward rep- recommended Galloping Hill. Actually, Greg Ward recommend- recommended a lot of shit. Um, he recommended Aaron Glenn, Great Gorge, Galloping Hill, as did Matt Porta. Uh, somebody recommended Charleston North and South. That got three likes. Uh, but Ron Ferrari recommended – have you ever heard of this course, Nishanik Valley? Yeah, absolutely. Played never, it. Is it's it nice. a nice course? Very yeah, nice. So- that got like a that got a ton of likes uh, from there. So Ron Ferrari, thank you for that. Anthony Rodriguez, Robbie Cohen, Kevin Port, Kevin Young, uh, Ant- Atlantic City Architects Valley Owen were mentioned. Uh, Hominy Hill and Colts Next. And you know one thing that I didn't write down on here uh, that was mentioned that I went and checked out was the Vineyards. Yeah, down by Atlantic City, dude. That course looks fantastic. What I mean, what a great weekend that could be to go down there. We should we should we should head down there. I think um, Phil and I have actually played there, and we've done that that Atlantic City trip to the Vineyards and also Atlantic City Country Club. Yeah, that, I mean, it sounds awesome. It looks awesome. I checked it out. I'm certainly going to be shooting down there to to get around in sometime, hopefully within the, by the fall. Maybe we'll do something like that in the fall when uh, Aiden is a little bit older uh, from there. So uh, we've been doing a lot for the podcast. We have some guests coming on. Uh, last week we had Jake Marini, NPC champion. Uh, tomorrow I'm recording with uh, Scott Wilson, who's from Flagstick Films. Scott has been on um, has been on TV. He's done filming for TV. Um, he's filmed golf TV shows. So we're going to talk through, uh, you know, the, the progression of content from TV now to onto social media and podcasts and blogging. Uh, we're going to cover all that next week. Chris, I've scheduled. Uh, Stephanie Oriema, NPC, uh, five-time NPC champion. We're going to be talking golf and fitness. Uh, Stephanie's just jumped into uh, the golf world as well. 
And uh, we will also be talking with Lisa Marie. Everybody knows her from Golf Curious. Uh, we'll be talking to her next Wednesday uh, as well. So those podcasts will be coming live. Uh, Chris, I know you also uh, got, a, got a guest coming on uh, later this month as well, right? Yeah, but um, I have uh, the pro at Preakness. And yep. then I, I haven't scheduled an exact date, but within the next month, uh, the, the head coach of Don Bosco is going to come on and talk to us. Um, that would be that would be fantastic. I also have, and I thought this would be interesting, I have my two uh, cousins. One is basically on the national level for his age. I think he's 13. And the other is... Uh, my she you know his sister who is i believe she's 17 but she's going to college to play golf so i thought a little segment on kind of where they're at and where they want to go with golf i thought it'd be interesting to get them on yeah yeah absolutely love to have them on uh super excited about that so uh, well done uh in getting that out there chris so uh now that we've got our i i think we've gotten to a pretty good point in being able to put together a podcast getting the audio together and getting the podcast live um, and we seem to be getting a lot better at, at distributing content as well. So we're, we're, we're expanding out the channels in, in which we're pushing our content. Certainly, we, we need to do a better job um, at recording um, short form content, Chris. Just I think and I think this is where you know, we want to go is getting some some short term, short form tips and tricks uh, on the golf course from our legendary Chris Vettieri, who is a. Uh, six handicap at, at Wild Turkey uh, and, and shot that this weekend as well. So we could certainly use those tips. Looking forward to those videos coming up and uh, you can look forward to them too as well. Uh, all in all, Chris, what's going on in the golf world today? The golf world. Well, uh, Fox backed out of their deal uh, with the USGA. I don't know if you saw that. I did. So thank um, God we don't have to listen to friggin' Joe Buck anymore. Well, you know, I, I agree. Joe Buck's annoying. Uh, Joe Buck's annoying specifically because, you know, he hates the New, the New York teams. But I one thing like I he... will say about Fox is they kind of were the first to do a lot of things. Uh, they, they didn't always get it right, but they tried the shot tracer. That was kind of non-existent until Fox took over. And... Gotta love Greg Norman. So he was on Fox before, but yeah, Joe Buck sucks. Um, but they, the fact that they did a lot, they did all the drones. They started with the drones. Um, they did uh, the shot tracer, like I said, yeah. and they were kind of the first to try a lot of these things that are standards now. So as far as Fox being a sportscast uh, company, I don't understand the move. Um, I don't know if it was a financial thing. They just weren't getting the return on their investment. I think it was, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like a billion dollars over five years or something to cover that tournament. So I, I don't know. Um, but regardless, NBC is taking over. Uh, they're kind of, you know, the classic, let's say, uh, older, you know, classic golfer uh, would probably like this move. Um, so that's one thing. I really don't understand the move, but I'm not sitting on the board of these uh, high-end, you know, media it, conglomerates. There's cert it, it certainly has to do with, with the advertisers. Are they are right. they able to bring the advertisers in? Are they pay they're going to bid on on the PGA and TPC next year? And, and 
are they going to bring in bring in the draw from there? And I think what's happening is, I like the feel of for some. There's definitely a different feel, or maybe just a different sound to the game on NBC than Fox, and and that's probably Joe Buck. But I do like everything that Fox brought to the table. Just the different types of angles. Obviously, the shot tracer. I can't believe we went this far without a shot tracer uh, in golf. It certainly helps see the you know helps just see the ball, but not also to see the the movement of the ball, which is a very, very big, important aspect of the game. And even if you're not a golf player, it helps you understand what the golfer is trying to do uh, in that situation. So uh, hopefully that some of these uh, progressive technological advances that Fox has brought to the game transition over to these other networks as well as they should. Golf certainly needs um, something to, to, not that it's in trouble, it's certainly doing very well. But I think it needs to bring another aspect to the the game in order to bring in a younger, not more non-traditional audience. Because uh, I know that if I'm watching golf, you know, the wives and the children are, are somewhat interested in it now where it wasn't so much like that in the past, right? Uh, all in all, uh, how how'd we end up with Travelers this weekend? I mean, I picked the winner, so that was good. Uh, you know, I gave two picks, Dustin and Bryson, and I'm – you know, my dad's kind of busting my balls that I always picked Dustin and Bryson this year. But it was just, it, like I said last week, it's a matter of when, not how. Um, and, you know, Dustin came away with the win. He actually, he was kind of quiet through the tournament, just solid rounds. And then he, you know, on Sunday, once he had a tie for the lead, you knew he was going to win. Uh, he had a little, he had a two-stroke lead, and then he hit it out of bounds. Um one thing I found funny is how the media portrays Dustin Johnson. You know, ever he's always been my favorite golfer besides Tiger Woods, but just because he crushes the ball. Uh, you know, and they basically for the last five, six, ten years have just basically portrayed him as being stupid. Yeah. And now it's kind of like a good thing that he's quote-unquote stupid. Uh, they, you know, they just – if you listen to them, every comment was about how he didn't like school at Coastal Carolina, how he can hit a bad shot, and it's not like he's trying to forget it. He just actually forgets it. But I just love how the media like portrays him, and he's just a really solid golfer. And when he made a mistake, he was able to come back real fast, and he had a ton of birdies. I mean, I think he ended up at minus 18 or something around there. Um and, well, he, yeah. he's always good to have in the media. For some reason, whenever DJ's involved in a tournament, he's got, you know he doesn't have the Tiger Woods effect, but there certainly is a DJ effect in the media, right? Like there's just more talk around him on social media. There it picks up, you know, some engagement. You know, Webb Simpson's in the lead. Everybody's like, who, who the hell's Webb Simpson? DJ's yeah. in the lead. It, you, there's more memes out there. There's more storylines. It's um, I'm not sure if that's because of DJ's past, but or just because he's an absolute beast. Uh, but yeah. it's certainly good for golf when, when DJ's in. Yeah, it's crazy. He's up uh he has twenty one PGA tour wins. So he's he is now tied for Tiger Woods since two thousand eight. Yeah. Tournament he's, wins, yeah. He passed Greg Norman, uh Doug Sanders. I know like he before he passed Ben Crenshaw and Ernie Ellis, but you say these names out loud and these are Hall of Fame golfers. So Dustin's definitely, uh, if he ended his career right now, would be in the Hall of Fame. He should have more majors. Uh, you know, he had a couple 
majors that he messed up. He three putted an eight footer to win, you know, the U.S. Open. He had a couple hiccups, but I, I see him winning at least two or three more majors in his career. Um, but what's crazy is his um, his ranking on the financial list. He has sixty four million dollars in in earnings. So that is that is number five ever in golf. And everybody's still, you know, no one really knows about this unless you're, I'm, I don't want to say no one knows about this, but, you know, I, I, he doesn't get the coverage that Tiger Woods gets, right? And maybe when Tiger Woods retires, you know, somebody like this would be getting an insurmountable amount of coverage, right? Um, or just, you know, just just more, more vocal altogether. Um, and, and obviously that's, I think, the Tiger Woods effect altogether. But that, those are some amazing numbers, certainly definitely going to be uh, in the Hall of Fame uh, from there as well. So, I mean, outside of that, Dustin's being Dustin. Uh, third place finisher. Uh, we had uh, the SEC Player of the Year out of Vanderbilt. Is that Will uh, Gordon? Or... Yeah, Will Gordon uh, earns his, earns his tour, uh, temporary tour card. I'm just reading about this today, actually, and it turns out that he has to drive uh, he can't even, you know, he, he's driving from the last tournament over to uh, Detroit uh, for this week. So I'm not sure if he's there yet or if he's arrived, but uh, that's pretty funny that this guy was uh, tied for third in tournament, got a six-figure payday, but still drove, uh, you know, from, from the last tournament over, over to yeah, the tournament as well. he's my pick to win the uh, Rocket Morgan. Um, you know, he's he's obviously new, and he's crushing it right now, and he came in, he was tied for third or and he just he's at 80 to 1 odds right now so he's playing some great golf and although you know some people may think that you're emotionally drained from that experience you look back and people like Spieth and Victor Hotland and Colin Morikawa like they're riding these uh, membership waves into contending every week lately so i'm gonna ride his uh high into the next tournament especially because he's able to go really low he had a ton of birdies uh he had a ton of shots gained on approach which is the most important of the shot gained uh stats so with this tournament you know some of the big names are out and it's a very easy you know the uh, you're probably going to get minus 24 as the winner, minus 20, something around that. Uh, so he's able to go low. I'm going to ride that Will Gordon, you know, maybe put a $10 bet in and hopefully win some good money. <laughs> well, how, how'd you do last week? Uh, well, I won Dustin, so I was up on the week. There you go. Well, you, you won Dustin. I think we had a couple extra bets on the table. Do you want to talk about them now? I think they're personal between you and I. Which one uh, for those? I don't, well, we had, I don't we even had, know. I just agree to them. We had the fast company bet about you beating beating Phil. Right? Yeah. It was a, kind of like a double or nothing. Uh, so I didn't check the score out. Um, I, I only I only saw Dylan and Richie's score. So I don't know where you landed with Phil. I did not beat Phil. Oh man, I, I'm not even sure what we put on the table, but I was giving you the opportunity to to to, to get dinner. Uh, to actually just split dinner uh, between you and I. So I'm still looking forward to that steak dinner over at Rare in Little Falls, New Jersey. So super super excited about that. We we'll push that out to uh, September there. Um, I I'll, you could still choose the bottle of wine. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, all in all. 
Major League Baseball also started today. Um, super stoked about that. As the teams get ready, I saw this video. I was looking at some trends, what, you know, just some trending news. And I'm not sure if you saw this video, Chris. Mike Trout was uh, – I'm not sure if he was out with the Angels or he was just out with his friends out in it looked, what looked like Top Golf in Vegas. But he said, do you have, are you in front of your computer? Yep. Here, take a look at this. Mike Trout, uh, Mike Trout golf swing or, or whatever you want to Google there. I'm pretty sure that was old though. Like, yeah, that, yeah. it's yeah. not, it's not new. It's not new. I'm, oh, I'm just seen, yeah, it for the first time. Yeah. What club is he using here? What club do you think that is? Oh, uh, I got to look. I mean, it kind of looks like a driver now that I have it paused. But when I'm, when I first watched it, I wasn't sure if it was a three wood or uh, a five wood, but. Yeah, I think it's a driver. I think he's just huge. So yeah, he yeah. smokes this ball. Right. Uh, I wish they would have posted the guy. I'm, I'm curious. Do you think Mike Trout could outdrive? No. Br- no. 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 Not, <laughs> not, not even not, close. Not on a fairway. Not like consistently on a fairway, but in a in a driving competition, do you think he could outdrive Brooks Kepka? No. What about uh, then? Probably not Rory or Bryson DeChambeau at that point. I mean, he freaking smokes this ball almost like you know three rows up on the back fence over yeah. there. I'm watching. I mean, he can crush it. He obviously can hit Ooh. a ball as far as them. But if if those guys swung as hard as Mike Trout just swung, and they have the mechanics to put it all together, and I would have no doubt in my mind that Bryson. I mean, could he get lucky and get one further? Yes, but if you get ten balls. Um, all three of the golfers would hit further than him. I don't I think he deserves a shot. I think he deserves a shot. <laughs> <laughs> he is a big dude. I mean, he's yeah, from Jersey, from South Jersey, Mike Trout. And I think his his uh, rookie card, Vegas Dave, I think, bought this card uh, about a month ago. Or no, I'm sorry, several months ago. I think he sold, he ended up, I think he bought it for 400000 and sold it four or five months later for Somewhere around nine hundred thousand, maybe seven hundred thousand. Let me let me check that out. While you're doing that, what's your uh, thought on this on the recent COVID cases? Not too many more, but a couple more. I mean, it's it's happening, right? Like, there's the I think the PGA Professional Championship, which is uh, you could probably explain it better than I can, was just canceled. Uh, down in Texas, they're they're having some problems in Texas, and I don't know if it's because they open too early, um, or or just the fact that it just took that much longer to get there. Right, New York and New Jersey have been the epicenter. We seem to have things under control, but we went through hell in March and April. Um, things seem to be a little bit under control right now, and. Um, I'm not sure if that's just if things just took longer to get to Texas and like Arizona over there. So um, there's huge spikes out in Florida, Texas, Arizona. So anything in, in Texas is going to be canceled. They're pretty much shutting down the state right now. Um, I don't know if schools are going to be open come August. That's when schools start in Texas. Uh, I don't know if there's I don't know how baseball is going to handle this situation starting. You know, you have the Astros, uh, you have the Texas Rangers out in Arlington. Uh, Houston's a pretty big problem right now. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to impact sports altogether. I, I'm, the big question is, should we just be punting this season, um, especially from 
a, a baseball. I mean, if there wasn't for sports golf, I'd probably be losing my mind somewhat. Um, but should we be just punting team sports to next season, at least baseball, basketball? I don't know what they're doing. Like you're, you're starting the next season starts in October hockey. I, I haven't heard anything from, from the hockey hockey end yet, but I just, I can't see, I don't see the reason with, with everything still not fully under control, or maybe it is under control. Maybe, the government knows or the you know the world health organization the cdc knows that this spike is just temporary that this is how it works it spikes up and then it's going to be under control people are going to get it you know as long as the elderly are protected like you know, maybe maybe that's what they're thinking and and that's why they're moving forward with it but i just can't imagine being an owner of a billion dollar or you know several hundred million dollar baseball or sports team and putting my my entire team at risk for a 60 game season that's not drawing any fans in, in attendance. Obviously there's going to be ad revenue, TV revenue, but I just, can you imagine like an entire team gets, gets sick, like right around the playoffs? And yeah, it, it would stink. But I mean, on the contrary, <laughs> you own a billion dollar organization. If you punt how much money you lose. Um, I, I don't think that it's to that stage. I mean, look at golf. Although there was, I think there's only been six players in the last couple of weeks that have gotten it. And I say only, that is a lot because of the names that are there. And let's say you double that with the caddies and maybe other people we haven't heard about. But think about the 500 to 1,000 people that are part of each golf tournament. I mean, you're, you're really at a low percentage. Um, in addition what the PGA is doing well is they're, they're adjusting right away. They're not like thinking about it. You know, they've changed. Remember last week we talked about the rule, how after you get tested, you basically go to the driving range and wait for your, you know, go putt around you talk to people. They're, they're no longer doing that. You have to quarantine yourself right after you get tested until you're uh, good to go. So there's no longer that, four hour, six hour, whatever hour period where you're affecting, possibly affecting other people. Uh, and I think that's good. And as long as all sports do that, I think, uh, you know, it's, you're going to open and deal with the cases as they come. Golf is a little unique though, in the fact that it's not a team game. Uh, I'm curious to see once the team games start, how, like you said, you know, if one person gets it, there's a much higher probability that three, four, 20 people on the team get it. And that's when these conversations will pop their heads back up. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I think that's the concern is not so much. And yeah, yes, it's a low percentage of the population. There's 24 players on a baseball team plus staff, you know, maybe you get up to 50, 60, 70 people altogether, maybe a hundred, whatever that number is. I think it's just if a base if it goes viral within a baseball team, it's it's going to be a massive story, and it's going to strike a shit ton of fear into everyone, right? Because it's it's a baseball team. Yes, it's a it's a small group of people, and you could probably contain them, and you could probably keep it from spreading further. But just the idea that an entire team is, or games are canceled because of this, it's just going to be headline news everywhere, and it's just going to be like in your face. Nonstop COVID nineteen. The New York Yankees can't play baseball. 
right? Games are canceled. Teams are being given, you know, uh, forfeited wins or how, you know, how, do, how do you even handle that situation, right? Forfeited wins and then everybody's arguing over. It just, it sounds like a, a messy story um, that could happen. I'm not sure if it's worth worth the risk altogether. Um, speaking of some sports there, I think there's a, there's a virtual tournament happening tonight. I was, I posted it over on the high fade Instagram storylines there. I'm looking it up right now. I was, I was, I'm interested in tuning into this just to, just to play around and be a part of it. Uh, no, it's not, sorry. It's not on my, it's on fast company, I think, or, yep, there we go. It's, uh, Holly Sanders versus Katie Carney playing tonight. Um, at 9.15 on Twitch, I think it's uh, an interesting tournament to, to watch out. So they'll be playing golf online. And uh, I'm, taking, I'm going to be certainly taking a look into that and, and commenting and, and talking about that tournament uh, tonight at, at 9.15 if I could stay up. Uh, because my son, my son has been keeping me up all night. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a fun couple of weeks. Nice. So, so yeah, that's that. I think I'm looking forward to talking to to Scott Wilson tomorrow from Flagstick, and we'll get that. I probably won't get that podcast up till next week, and then next week we have Stephanie and Lisa Marie coming on. Uh, then we have some 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 great golfers, some golf coaches coming on over the next weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, tune into this podcast. It's going to get better. Uh, you won't just be listening to Chris and I talk all the time. You'll be hearing other stories uh, from not only golf but other sports as well. Um, and just pop culture, golf culture, sports culture all together. Uh, certainly looking forward to this evolving. So on your Apple podcast or your Spotify podcast, like us, subscribe to us, write a review. If there's anything, if you're supporting this and you want to be, and you like what we're doing so far, the best thing you can do for us is to su- subscribe. And, and comment. A, yeah. Comment and give us a good rating. Uh, that, that will help us. Uh, get more viewers and more visitors. Uh, so certainly could use that from you uh, all together. Uh, Chris, I'm sure you're pretty busy at work. Um, I think we covered everything that we want to cover today. Is there anything else? No, get some sleep tonight. Uh, I doubt I will, but I will probably talk to you tomorrow. I'll let you know how the podcast goes. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Everyone, thank you for listening to today's episode of the High Fade Society podcast. Please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube and leave a review. That would be fantastic. It would be the best thing to do for us and help us get more subscribers to the podcast to keep this going. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for tuning in.